0: Try that
1: Spence. Bring, bring me, laughter. me
0: laughter. That's
1: better. I can see you now. All the while. <laughs> in this world <laughs> where we live, and there should be more happiness. It so much joy we can miss. give with a, a brand, brand new bright tomorrow. tomorrow. Bring me sunshine <laughs> Bring in <me> your smile. <laughs> bring me laughter. me laughter So which part of the podcast world.
2: is this going into, Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: And this is why All people like Livestream. One too
2: many Shirley and this is what happens. Oh my God.
3: Hello and welcome back to the Dungeons & Dragons Podcast UK. My name is Yasmin and I will be the DM.
1: Hi, my name's Colin and I play Cúin de Greymont, a paladin from Gavany. Hi, I'm Spencer. I play Caddo Chasseur, a cleric also from Gavany.
2: Hi, I'm Brian and I play Ogvar Shawfoot, a ranger from Kessig.
0: Hi, my name is Samantha and I play Elora Greyvale, a sorcerer from Nefalia. episode 75, the team decided to go to Ardram's Apothecary to get the Drinnau delivery done and dusted. With the herbs handed over, the super nice shopkeeper gave them a generous gift which was greatly appreciated. Next on their agenda was a nosy around the noble neighbourhood in pursuit of a particular place of interest and after a fairly frosty exchange with some of Axum's employees, Kewin was satisfied that his sword was superior to those of the manpower protecting the mansion. Upon decanting back to their digs at the guild, a slightly sombre Esther Aziz plied her palate with yet more Shirley Abyssin's in a bid to regain her usual sparkle, just as Caddo casually cruised back into the bar. Episode 77, Jellies, Jars, and jewellery.
3: So we start off back in the guild. Elora, Okvar and Kieran are all gathered around a table with with Esther. Um, you're all nursing a drink. Um, Esther probably has a couple on the table in front of her, lined up, ready to go. Um, so yeah, you're all sat there. When through the door into the main part of the guild, walks a figure that you vaguely recognise as Caddo. I say vaguely recognise, his armour is uh, filthy, his face is coated in dirt, dirt, and his hair is sticking up in every direction. Uh, He looks quite frankly like he's been dragged through a hedge backwards, Uh, so Caddo comes over to the table and sits down. At which point, what are you all doing?
0: Oh,
1: uh, oh, there you are! Uh, Enjoy your run! Well, uh, it was quite an adventure. Cue in, I'll give you that. Uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, so, Did you fall in a puddle? No, so uh, Pickle, P- Pickle picked up the scent of, I think, of one another, one of those rat people. Oh. So I ended up down this little dark alley. Oh. Uh, and I got attacked by a member of the city guard. I mean... She proper, literally, stabbed me in the back. Oh. This member of the city guard. Are you all right? She was a foul, revolting person. Are you
0: okay? Oh, yeah,
1: I've healed myself. I'll be fine. But it bloody hurt. She threatened my dog. She threatened my dog, so I got quite angry. So I nearly killed her, but she bloody escaped. Anyway, down at the end of this alleyway, there was, like, this little grate. And I went down in there, and it was very similar to the place we found down by the docks. I found bits of chewed-up body and... I uh, it was horrible. It was just horrible. Um, oh, I found this as well. I, hey, uh, 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 uh oh, well, you might find this useful. It's a little one and a half inch statuette of a raven uh, made out of solid silver. Look at that. I, I, I'm guessing that has some sort of significance, but on, on the basis that it's a raven, I thought you might like it.
2: Oh, uh, it's uh, very interesting. I shall have a look at it. It's uh, something, to, uh, something to keep, something else. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, yes, it's quite. Quite detailed, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I've no idea if it's magical or what, but I just thought, you know, it it, it rang bells for me that oh, yes. you might like it. Hey, uh, excellent. It, oh. it looks a bit like murder. Oh,
2: it is, yes, in the right light, I suppose. Yes, yes.
1: oh, excellent. Um, yeah, and then, so I chased. I, 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 I mean, I, I, ripped her ear off. That's how angry I was, uh, uh with my mace because, well, my morning style, because I, I, i proper heave her. Um, and then uh, Pickle and I tried to chase her in, into town, but we lost track of her, unfortunately. But whilst I was chasing her, I I had a thought that actually I might be able to get some information out of the city guard. So uh, I'm in this state because obviously you've seen what they're like. They're not the smartest bunch. So I thought if I was neat and tidy, they wouldn't talk to me. So I roughed myself up a bit.
0: Oh, well, you did a good job. Yeah. It Um, smells a bit.
1: And I had a chat with a couple of fellas uh, and they gave me some really interesting information, actually. So, um... i was thinking about how we're going to get into this bloke's house and i thought one of the options might be that we could disguise ourselves as members of the city guard so apparently if we go up to the barracks up at the north gate there's a chap there who's in charge called jerome van der tack um and he'll sign us up into the city guard assuming that uh, we look the part which i'm imagine having met some of the rest of the city guard I'd imagine we'd not struggle getting. and uh, uh yeah, so I had a long chat with him, apparently. Uh, apparently, we shouldn't ask him about the battle of dry fish dock because apparently he never shuts up about it. But otherwise, apparently he's an all right bloke.
0: Laura's just going to exchange and pull a face, like screw a nose up and I've not heard of
1: it either. But anyway, apparently don't ask him about it because he goes on and on and on. Oh, um, right. Uh, and then just as we were wandering back, um, I happened to pass an appraiser. So do you remember that that ring that we found in the in in the sewer? i, I ooh, had yes. it appraised. It's um in the sewer. In the, in that in that on our way down in the trucks thingy.
0: Oh, you mean while you were yeah. examining the bedding and stuff yeah, that one so, that dropped out?
1: Yeah. So um, it turns out it's it's a shadow storm ring. Oh, so, what?
0: A sh- sounds interesting. Oh, it,
1: it fires lightning apparently.
0: Does it? So, uh, yeah. So there you go,
1: useful in yes, oh. Um okay. And then we came back here because we thought we'd sort of update you on what's gone on. What have you logged been up to?
0: Ah! Well, we went and dropped the, uh, the supplies that we had off to the apothecary. Uh, oh, that guy's really nice and it's a really lovely little shop he's got there. Um, but uh, uh, funny enough, while I was in there, um, we decided to. Um, well. Uh, seemed like a good idea to to ask him and see if we could find out exactly where Axum might live. Um, And as you can imagine, it was up up in the Noble District, the biggest house, so we thought, seeing as you've gone, we'd just take a wander up there and just do a bit of a recce, you know, from a bit of a distance, you know, don't want to get too close, but as it is, we we did locate the property. and yeah, yeah, it's got you know, it's got like five foot walls and five foot railings above it, and a couple of iron gates into it. and there there there's no real vegetation or anything around it, so it's it, it's quite sort of open. there's nowhere to sort of there's no trees or bushes or anything. And there was a couple of really officious guards that came out, and Kein had a bit of an altercation with them, and we just thought before we created too much of a stir, we'd come back. Um, so we sort of headed back to the guild. But I did say to Esther on the way back that, you know, maybe we could try and get hold of some plans for the house from, from you know, maybe the, the you know, the, you know, one of the main city offices, you know, the, the town hall or something. But she seemed to think that it would probably be the church that had that sort of thing. And bearing in mind the problems that the church is having with Axum right now, they probably wouldn't be there anymore. So I gave up on that idea, uh, and we went back to the guild. Well, you never
1: know. They might keep them in the library. They hadn't robbed the library. Well, no, I, d- I did
0: ask her about the library, and she seemed to think that they, they would be actually more likely to be at the church. Yeah, we could ask. Well, no, I mean the
1: library in the church.
0: There'll be oh, a, li- right. There'll be a yeah. library
1: in the cathedral. I would imagine the bishop's got his own library. Well, he library.
0: might have something. He might not, but Axum's probably seen to that, isn't he? But we'll see. Um, so then I thought while the others came in to get the drinks in I, I thought I'd just go and see if there was any way that there was a job being advertised on the on the adventurers board you know I know you sh- well there wasn't there wasn't and I did ask behind the desk and they said that you know sort of permanent employment opportunities were sort of regular employment were not the sort of thing that got advertised there um and the jobs didn't go very often What's, it's what, usually word of mouth
1: what sort of job were you thinking of guarding or
0: well no, the I maid d- or yeah, I, anything really. I serving mean, I, wench. Well, w- you know, whatever. If it gets somebody inside the house, yeah, it was an idea. But no, the, there's nothing like that. No permanent employment gets advertised. Just just odd jobs from the nobility from time to time go up on the board. Um, well, no, perhaps one perhaps, you know. perhaps
1: they recruit them from somewhere else. Perhaps you'd be able to. Well, I did, I did a branch I'll, of wenchies are us somewhere in. Town.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rent a wench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I think so that might be a completely different section yeah. of the city dearie. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah
0: yeah, might be joining you with uh, Shirley Everson soon if this conversation carries on the way it's going yeah so that was a no go um, but at least I tried it was t- you know but yeah there you go so here we are uh, well
1: I, I, I've had quite an exciting morning so I could do with second breakfast so uh, oh, God. This- uh, I believe it it's lunchtime well, yeah, it's close enough, isn't it, Kieran? Should we get ourselves something to eat? Yes, I think we should all have a bit of something to eat.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of not feeling it. I'll just stick with the drink I've got. What for?
2: Well, just, uh I think I'll just stick to bar snacks, I think. Well, just, uh, I'll have something to eat.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I, 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 memory, it's a buffet lunch, isn't
3: it? Yes. It
1: yeah, I think it's cool. a buffet oh, oh, oh. We'll head yep. to the bar. We'll head to the bar and find out about mm-hmm. the buffet lunch.
3: Okay, so it's the same buffet lunch as you've had previously. Um, okay. Same, you know, kind of variation of roast meat. This time it looks like a um, kind of game birds, more kind of game birds, not a kind of big boar like they had last time. A bit um, like a
0: Laura. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, <we're back> <laughs> <to> <laughs> a game bird or a big boar? I'm not sure which you <laughs> right. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> we're back to the wench I, 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 I would have probably
1: gone with the, the latter.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the big boar. <laughs> Stunning. Right, yeah, Um, it's it's a selection of uh, kind of various bird meat. You've probably got a bit of, you know, like some kind of scabby kind of duck bird, some kind of, you know, pheasant, some kind of chicken. It's it's probably you'd probably take a very good guess at saying that you know they only do these big bits of meat, these big boars when they're able to hunt them. If there been anything come in, they'll probably use a different kind of meat. Uh, but nevertheless, you've got your you've got your your meat, you've got your selection of veggies, you've got your selection of food, and you know you're very welcome to go through the same process. Pay, get your ticket, get your food. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to take. So you pile up your plates. Oh, always. Yeah. Amounts yeah, of food on your plate.
1: Yeah, extra gravy. Uh,
3: yep. Yeah, in terms of bar snacks, you've got things like peanuts, uh, mixed nuts, trail mix. You know, there's all that kind of available. Or oh,
2: pickled onions in a jar, I think, in Strad pickled eggs
3: pickled egg pickled
0: onions pickled eggs gherkin. oh god that's a d4 what's
3: two. the fourth one hang on
0: <laughs> gherkin 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 eggs. egg
3: onion, onion. Oh.
0: what else
1: can we pickle <laughs> apart from <pickles>. beetroot. <laughs> oh, I don't know. beetroot beetroot okay so <laughs> <laughs> oh, god one to
3: four one two three four onion egg gherkin Oh, no, I know how spell it. Gherky. Gherky. Just put a little cucumber. B- B- <laughs> B- mixture B- of okay. selection. Oh, God, roll me a D4.
1: Okay. Selection of pickles. Oh,
3: no, three. 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 It's pickle gherky. Oh, Ace. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Probably the least favourite one on the list, but we'll go for it.
0: Colin looks like <laughs> he'll enjoy that. Not. <laughs> We need some of those airline sick bags to pass around the table, don't we? It's all right if
1: you dip it in your Is beer. Is that
3: a Colin yeah. or a Cuin reaction? <laughs> I want to know. I, that looks like
0: a Colin reaction to me. I can stand it.
1: <laughs> First thing, get a, get a Big Mac, open it up. Gherkin.
0: Oh, gherkin. that's
3: just a waste. But you throw them into the back of your car. When I have the fan, Q in,
2: what's
3: your yes. big
2: Mac? It's like a really big coat that you wear when it rains.
0: Yeah. Honest. <laughs> there you go.
1: Didn't you learn? Well, they out the window. There's
0: some podcast listener out there who's wondering who the hell it was that used to keep throwing gherkin <laughs> pieces onto his windscreen. It's fair.
1: <laughs> to be fair, there's some technique there, isn't there? Did you notice yeah. there's an excellent bit of wrist flick when he's getting <laughs> a <bit> out
0: of <laughs> Practice. Yeah. Practice with sword, <laughs> that is. <laughs>
3: okay, now we know why your able to fly so well. <laughs> okay, right, yeah, so you sort yourself out with some food. Sort of um, so, Cuan and Caddo, you're gone a little while, getting yourself food, piling it up, making sure that it's actually, make me a dexterity check. Actually, no, balance check. Make me a balance check.
1: Balance check? Balance check for my dinner?
3: I want to see how much food you actually managed to pile up on your plate successfully. <laughs> uh,
1: Seventeen all in. Five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the gravy is on the floor again. I was yeah, in front of him. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I went first. <laughs> you took it off. He's walking behind me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't have piled it up. I, when I go, I don't pile it. Oh, okay, so you both in the, you both returned with. Hewan, you've got a fairly, a, a nicely plated up plate. Very reasonable. Caddo, you come back and it's literally like the leaning tower of uh, leaning generics tower of, of food. Um, you've, you've absolutely piled it up and it is actually a wonder how it hasn't spilled everywhere yet. Super. Okay. Oh You return from the bar with your jar of pickled gherkins. The whole jar? Yeah, the whole jar. Oh, wow.
1: But
2: and you're
3: not going to I'm, to I'm offering finish. the round to
2: everybody. <laughs>
3: In fact, when you went up to the bar, and you saw obviously the various snacks they've got, you did actually notice that the pickled gherkins, there were a considerable amount of them on the shelf. Oh Very nice. dusty jars. I mean, when you go to open up the jar, you've actually got to blow the dust off the top. Excellent. Okay, so you all make your way back to the table, you get back onto the table, you've got the food in front of you. In the meantime, everyone can make me a, I want to say perception, a listen check. Listen, check. Yeah. Listen, check, or spot check, whichever you prefer, actually. Mm. That's a 17
1: all in for a, 17 all in. For a spot check. You get the same score for either. Uh,
2: non natural 20.
1: Ooh. oh All same, yes. Yeah, 20 all so in. i stick all my points into that. 21.
3: 21, oh,
1: okay. oh. Cool, so we've got two 20s and a 21. That's going well.
3: Okay, so. As you're going around the room, and this isn't, this isn't just as you come back to the table, this is as you're going around the room individually. And I mean, Laura, you're sta- you've stayed at the table, uh, you're nursing yeah. a your drink, you're with Esther, Esther's yeah. giving you a bit of company, having a bit of, a bit of a chat. You might actually be probing a bit more, asking a bit more about the church, and Esther's very happy to give you the answers to all of your questions and you know, throw in a couple of snippets about her own experience, etc. etc. Um. So going around the room, as you approach the bar and you begin to have this interaction at the bar to get your jar of pickled gherkins, you notice um, Ogvar, that the room is very very lively. Um, it's a buzz. There's quite a lot of chatter going about. Um, and from where you are at the bar, obviously the bar is where people go and they hang out and they, you know, they they have a drink and they, they trade some chat. Um, you were able to hear over here at the bar that there are a group of performers in town. Okay. Uh, due to arrive shortly, um, and there's a, it's, it's a guy who's spreading his message and he's talking to his, his friend or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, like, I saw them coming in, I saw them coming, they are coming there. Uh, he's proper halfway sloshed already. It's one o'clock in the afternoon, he's halfway sloshed. Um, but from what he's saying, you're able to gather that there is some kind of interest going around town, something's, you know, something's happening which has changed the atmosphere. Okay. Uh, Cado and Cuin, you are able to, when you're going out to get food, I mean, you've walked down to get your food, you've gone round, you've walked back up, you're very, you're very easily able to pick up a bit more information. Um, from the information you've managed to gather, just from listening around the room, you know that this group, particular group of performers—they um, appear every so often. They travel around uh, Innistrad. Um Usually, they're in Kessig at this time of year. Um, you hear one lady comment to one two of her friends, "Oh, aren't they usually in Kessig at this time of the year? I thought they were usually over kissing way." Um, so you're able to gather that this is a little bit of a, a little bit unusual. This is a very unusual event, and this is probably contributing to the fact that it's you know everyone's so you know, gossiping about it quite a lot. Galora sat at the table with Esther, a lot of people are moving around, and you are able, as you're sat there, to kind of overhear snippets of conversation. Um, people going, oh, I wonder, I wonder why they're here, and, you know, are they going to hold another public show, or would you think it's something else? You know, you, you get that kind of atmosphere. So, you all get back to your table, you all sit down, you all start tucking in. Q and Caddo, you are ploughing through the food. I'll try imagine you're going at a bit of a slower pace with your pickled gherkins. Um, yeah, imagine
2: Ogvar's sort of taking his knife out of his boot and sort of fishing them out with the end of his his, his knife dagger, and he's trying—he's he's bought a whole jar. He's, he's trying to offer them to people as if, like Esther, would you like one, Esther?
3: Oh, um, sure thing, dearie. That looks quite delicious. She plucks it off the end of your knife, and you get the kind of pop as it comes off the end. <laughs> and she goes oh it looks quite delicious and dunks it into the top of the cream on her Shirley Avacid oh, nice. before sticking it into her mouth <laughs> 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 do we need to get you a sick pocket goal
2: so see, so seeing that oh, possible, a creamy gherkin well that's an idea so he pulls a gherkin out he looks over to his side and Kewin's plate's there and he just scoops up <laughs> some mashed potato <laughs> up to <laughs> his plate as a munch
1: uh, uh, uh hold on there, sir. Uh, 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 you, you know you could, could have got yourself uh candle's got more than me uh, what are those
2: they're um pickled gherkins. Oh, would you like one Dear me and without even asking you' just gonna put one on his plate straight away i've <laughs> oh, oh, well. got you could have some more if you want uh, um, um. uh uh uh, uh, uh.
1: Here you go, Spencer. <laughs> Spencer. <laughs> uh, here you go, cut kind of. P- Pickle likes those. That's fortunate. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Pickle likes a pickle. Yeah, we we'll give, <laughs> <we'll> give, <laughs> we'll give Pickle one of them.
3: Yes, yeah, so you give, you give the Pickle these straight down. <laughs> no. uh, straight down. The pickle the pickle is gone. Um, gherkin is gone. The pickle hasn't gone again. <laughs> concerning. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> it's not long, you're probably kind of halfway through your plate of food. You might be about a third way into your, into your jar of gherkins. Um, and you do actually begin to notice that the room suddenly becomes a lot more busier and you actually hear people kind of go, like, whispering around to each other, like, oh, yeah. And with this disturbance, with this motion, you notice that filing into the back of the room are a group of people who are... Dressed in a array, an array of bright colours, bright patterns, and they are very clearly performing people. That um, they very clearly are these uh, performance uh, performers who everyone's been talking about. Just from the atmosphere of the room, we we're able to gather this. And they begin to file into the room. They take up several tables at the back of the room. And they begin to, kind of, get drinks in and start ordering drinks and ordering food. Are they sat far away from us? Yes, they're sat at the back of the room. you probably sat somewhere, kind of, middle of the room, middle to front. Right. They're sat very much up at the back and then very much taken over, kind of, the back corner of the room. Right. They're spread off across six or seven tables. Are they quite loud? Um, not deliberately. Right. They're not being loud in the sense of shouting across the room and like saying, "Oh, hi, mate! How are you doing? I haven't seen you since last, you know, last month or whatever." They're not doing that deliberately. They are just talking amongst themselves. But obviously, the number of them, they're just naturally quite loud and producing quite a bit of volume. But they don't appear to be interacting with anyone else around them. They're very much just interacting with themselves. All right. Okay. What would everyone like to do at this point?
2: Is it obvious that they are who's been talked about? It, do we, do we all Oh sort of
3: yes, it, it's very obvious just from you know how they look, mm. the fact that people around you are now going, oh look, that's them. Like, oh, I wonder if they've got a show on this year. It's not subtle. People are pointing, people are staring, people are whispering like, oh yeah yeah, and you hear kind of tales like, oh him last year he you know he threw a knife and it cut straight through this you know they're telling these great tales of what happened at last performance or the performance before war you know oh it wasn't as good as it used to be back in my day you know they used to fight tigers and and you know, it, you, know you get these overly exaggerated stories which are clearly you know made up but they're just adding to the atmosphere of the room and this the room is building in volume and it's building in atmosphere the people sat, the people sat on the table
0: next to us. Oh yeah, there
3: are people around you. Um,
1: no not the performers aren't. Just no, they the, yeah. just general. Oh
3: room. no no the room the room is pretty full, it's lunchtime. Okay, it's... um
0: I'm gonna look at the others and raise my eyebrows. Um gonna Laura's gonna lean over to the table to her right. Yeah. Um and say, um
1: Pick a right, any right. Yeah. I've just
0: gesticulated <laughs> to the left, but never mind. Um, just say, um, excuse me. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you. Um can I ask, um do you know do you know what all the buzz is about? I mean okay. it's obviously something to do with these people in the corner, but do you do you know what the buzz is about? Let me gather
3: information check. Uh oh. <laughs> Does anybody want to assist her? With asking questions, is anybody going to help join her asking questions, or are you just going to leave her to it? Well,
1: no. for now, I'm finishing lunch.
3: Yeah, they've got their faces full
1: on priorities, um, come on.
3: If you offer them a gherkin, that's going to count as a negative.
1: <laughs> it, it
2: was an icebreaker. Some <laughs> people <laughs> <laughs> like a gherkin. It would
3: be if you threw it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I will... Ogfarl will be present. Um... Not sure how much help you he would be, but...
3: Okay, if you want to make me an assist check, so make me gather information check. If you get above um, above DC, you'll give a plus two to a score. Laura's just rolled a 14 all-in. 14, okay. Uh,
2: that's a 13 all-in for Ogfa.
3: Yeah, okay, so that's, you know, he's assisted you. That score was good enough anyway. Um, same between the two of you. You're asking the questions. Ogvar's sat there looking pretty. Um, That's a skeletons. challenge.
1: <laughs> Licking cream um, off the end of a gherkin. you got fat potato. gherkin <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> God.
3: Um, so yeah, this gentleman on the table behind you, it's a group of older people. They look late 50s. They're workmen, you'd guess. Quite rough, quite scarred. But older, you can tell they're probably reaching the end of their working life. I
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> keeps looking. At I'd say that they were in the prime, wouldn't you? In the fifties.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd yeah, have to I'm agree too, with that. I'm keeping my head down.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you can probably say that they probably spend more of their time in the pub now than they do actually working. You mean they're me civil servants? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's going to be nothing civil about them if you carry on. <laughs> okay. So you ha- you begin to talk to me, you begin asking questions and you're a fairly attractive something. <coughs> <to> something!
0: <laughs> How old is Alora?
3: Alora is 30. Did you describe
2: Alora as fairly attractive? Uh, no, uh, it was a fairly attractive something. Yeah,
3: it was a something part. <laughs> fairly <laughs> attractive for a mimic. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Laura is 34. You're, you're a fairly attractive 30-something to them. Um, and they're quite willing to answer your questions and, and strike up a conversation with you. I'm writing this in capitals. <laughs> and they're, they're quite keen to you know, get involved in this conversation. And yeah, they're a little bit sloshed. Um but they tell you that these people are a group of traveling performers um, they go around the entirety of Innistrad uh, and they usually make a circuit of the city in the year uh, they usually start off in Thraben and finish off in Thrabund so Thraben gets two performances a year um, and they are the biggest performing group in the plane. Um, They have lots of various different skill sets. They've got um, tumbling, acrobatics, animal handling, you know, it's it's all the typical skills you'd expect from a tradition like Barnum Circus. Um, And they do have the big tents, the striped tents. Um, But part of their performance, they have, there's a lot of magic goes into it. Um, They have spellcasters as part of the circus and they do a lot of work to make all these magical effects and make it this really, really um, gorgeous affair which is beloved by everybody. Um, When they appear it is the highlight of the year for whichever city or town they are in. They usually only hit the really big towns um, and they do spend a lot of time travelling and they spend a lot of time preparing and a lot of time actually split up and out in the wild really um people don't really know where they go they don't seem to have a permanent residence they just turn up on time and then disappear again they're you know they're quite mysterious in a way they are but they are collo- like collectively collectively known as you know the, the traveling circus or the troop if you make any reference to circus or troop, people in the, in cities in the plane will know who they are and you know, this, these, when they appear, these big cities, you know, they'll appear at Sohoff, they'll appear at Junau, um, they'll appear at Trostad, they'll appear in, um, Gastaf. You know, it's only the re- like the main cities on the map they appear in. The smaller towns don't usually see him, like, see them at all. But it is one of these events where they know that they will be appearing in a city at that point. People who travel will see them during the time when, for example, you they appear in, um, Haven Girl for example y- you know you get people from Gloom West who go up and travel to the city to stay in the city to see so we would all Zeld. be familiar with yeah them. you would all be familiar um, the only one who might not be would be Ogfa, um, potentially mm-hmm. um, but as for the rest of you QN you would know quite a lot about this group um, Alora, you would be in near Haven Girl so would um, so would you Cado. you'd all know quite a bit, a bit about this and it's kind of you know, it's one of the things where you've probably you've probably been very occupied with things going on. You know, you've spent a lot of time on the boats, and you know, with everything going on in your lives at the moment, you know, people saying performers, you're like, what kind of performers is this? Something's particular to the city, but when you start hearing this guy describe the events and whatnot, you're like, ah, it's it's these guys, and they are they're very well known, um, very mysterious. You don't see, hide in the hair until it's time for them to perform and they come into the city in between it's like they disappear All Right. okay but what you can gather from him is he's you know he's telling you the rumors he's heard and apparently someone's uh, one of the hunters who was out in, out in hun, hunting um, and yeah, kind of a bit heading towards kessig um he apparently saw them camped up on the side of the road and it's a it was a rumor going around that they've They are coming back to um, Selhof, and obviously they have, they're here. They're in Selhof, and it's not at the scheduled time they're supposed to be here. Where they are at the moment, they should have been most of the way through Kessig, but for whatever reason, they've doubled back. Right.
0: Mm. So if we're familiar with them, would we know that this is out of schedule for them?
3: Yes, you would. So you know that probably at this point, they're next stop would be in uh, Lamholt, in the, in, the kind of in the centre of Kessig, but for whatever reason they're now in Selhof. So usually they cycle around, they go from Thrauben, they go down to um, Estwald, they go to Beryl, and they go round through Junau, through the Curve, and then they come back through um, Kessig and then they go up through Stensia. And then back up to Flaven. Right.
0: So they make Al- that kind of circuit around the entirety. Right. So Allura is going to go. Ah, yeah, it's all right. I've got you. I know. I know who you mean now. That's fine. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Do you know what they're doing here?
3: Not a they- clue, Missy. Rumor st- has it. Right. Okay. You didn't hear this from me because I heard it from a guy who was working on the docks and he heard it from a guy who was working in the warehouse and he heard it from a lass who was working in the back of an apothecary. So you didn't hear this from me.
0: Alora's pulling a face, but yeah.
3: Uh, but apparently, someone big has asked them to uh, come back into for a bit of a private performance, if you know what I mean. He gives, a, gives you a wink and a bit of a... Oi.
0: A private performance. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, th- uh, well, thank you. Thanks for, thanks for your information. That's really helpful. Thank you. And she's going to immediately turn round and turn back to the table. Would, would
3: this lot have heard the conversation? Presumably? almost certainly. Esther, she's been sat next to you. She'd have been paying attention as well. Uh, Cado and Qin, would this be something that you would be kind of? You know, well, what's what's Laura doing?
1: Nah, full in lunch. Full in lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's in. Off in your face. That's it.
0: Okay, okay. So, yeah, so Laura's mm. gonna turn and say to them, uh, right, according to this guy over here, he's heard from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, don't ask, that they're back in town because they wouldn't normally be here at this time of year, would they? We all know that. Um, but apparently they're back here to do a private performance for somebody. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, pickle. <laughs> but. but <coughs> Sorry, um, roast potato stuff. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, surely there's not surely there's not that many people that can afford to bring them back in for a private performance, so I'm assuming it's somebody of note.
1: Why, well, I assume so, but don't call me Shirley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, I've seen them, you know, with
1: my, ma- with my parents and, well, you yeah, know, quite a few times.
0: Uh, they're jolly good fun. Uh, uh, we can ask them. Uh, 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 you know why they're here. Well, they oh, we sure they're have... friendly.
1: If we buy them a drink,
0: they'll have a chat, won't they? Oh, well, you could ask the barman. They they tend to get to know things around here, don't they? They've
1: only just walked in. Uh, well, yeah, I know, but why are we going and have a drink when well, they look friendly? So, uh, having mopped up the last of the gravy, I'm going to go for a chat.
3: Then. Okay. How we doing? Really? Yes. We'll buy them a drink. So you head down towards the bar. To go and pick up these drinks and when you the bar is humming um, there's a lot of alcohol flowing they've opened up big barrels they're shoving 10 mugs at a time under onto the grates and filling them up um, so yeah you is, get there, it.
1: is there a performer at the bar
3: no not, not you can see
1: so there's no member of the troop currently shopping No. no. well I'm just gonna go
3: <laughs>
0: You're. Uh, are you running a bit behind? Uh, uh, it's all right. Uh, my, my, my family's from Farben. Uh, you know they.
1: Are you going to be late going to Farben on your tour? Because my, my 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 brothers love you.
3: You you speak to um, a guy and he's he's clearly one of the performers. Um, he's very very short, uh, almost uh, a dwarf, you could say. Um, and he looks at you, he's got this big, thick beard on his face, and he goes, Nope, we'll be fine, everything's on schedule, thank you for worrying, if you don't mind. i have spend some time with friends, if that's alright. No, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Good lad, there you go. And he immediately kind of dismisses and turns back to the table. Caddo, are you still at the bar? Er... Uh...
1: I've already asked that question, is yes. I'm just deciding what to do. <laughs> yeah.
3: So you're still at the bar, the barman comes up and he goes, Right, I don't know, lad, how can I help
1: you? Uh, well, I was, I was, I was going to buy one of the trooper drink just to say, sort of, welcome and uh, how good it is to see them, because I normally miss their show. I was quite looking forward to the fact that they, it looks like they're going to do one here, sort of, out of turn, but they've just shut my mate down who was asking where they were going to perform, so obviously it's some sort of a secret. Yeah,
3: well tell you what lad, I'll do a special drink two gold and it's going to be a house special yeah.
1: oh I do like a house special, yes
3: so he turns around and he makes some form of concoction, it looks a bit like a Shirley Avacin but it's bright green (laughs) you're not sure what's in it it slides across to you and you're kind of at the corner of this bar and he comes over and he places it in front of you and he goes "But lad, if you want to put it for performance they are Maybe they will perform again here, so it will be a bit of a treat second time round this year. But I'll give you a bit of a hint here. I'll give you a bit, a bit of a, a bit of a gossip here. So you don't tell anyone. And he taps his nose. He goes, "You don't tell anyone." Yes, uh, What they've uh, they made reservations here about a week back, so they're all staying here at the guild. So it's a bit it's gonna be a bit chopped up for the nights, this couple of nights. But I know they've made reservations here at the guild and a couple of other big places around town. Um, but apparently, from what I've overheard, uh, they've uh, got a bit of a do going up at the uh, City Lord's Mansion in a couple of days, I think three days. They're you know, due to leave here in a week's time, so if they're doing a bit of a private performance, they might be uh, you know, doing that first and then doing a bit of a public one. So, um...
1: Well, I hope so, because I won't get an invite to the City Lords one, that's for sure. Well,
3: you didn't hear this from me, and he takes you two gold, because I'm assuming you've probably given it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. He, he takes two gold. Of gold. He takes two gold, pockets it, gives you a bit of a nod, winks a bit, turns around and walks off. And this is the same guy who's been making Shirley Absons Fester. He probably quite likes you guys, because he's get, he's got to do his cocktail skills.
1: So I'm going to uh, take the green drink over to our table.
3: Yep. And, uh, and before, pass it,
1: pass it to Esther.
3: As as you pick up your drink, <laughs> as you pick up the drink, he, he taps. He comes back over. Back home, he back over. taps the bar and he goes, Do you like this cube jelly? It's good stuff.
1: Excellent. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll take that back to our table. Es- Esther, I, I was just talking to the barman, and uh, he said you'd like one of these.
3: ooh, what is it, dearie?
1: He said something about a, a jelly cube, something or other
3: it's quite vibrant, and she picks it up, and as she picks it up, you notice that it, it wobbles a bit. And it is clearly some form of jelly in a liquid, and she goes, oh, well, uh, bottom's up, and she can, and it's that sound you make, you know when you, you've got your oh, you yeah, kid, you and you, you, jelly, yeah. you, you, you kind of mash your jelly up, and then you just slurp it off the spoon, it's that exact sound. <laughs> uh, she, she kind of slurps it, and it's like, and she's like, hmm, ooh, ooh, citrus. Ooh, and a bit of a kick afterwards. Quite, well, it's quite lovely. Thank you, Caddo. Oh, he wasn't
1: wrong then, was he? Uh, anyway, guys, well, uh, I'll be honest, uh, I, I I paid quite a lot for that drink, but what I got out of the bloke was a bit of information. So, this lot are doing a show for the city lord in three days. That's why they're here. They're out. They've here they're out of turn, because they're doing some big do for the city lord up at his digs.
0: Oh. So, uh, oh, now that is interesting. It's interesting, isn't it? So,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we might better use that somehow.
0: Yeah, that's... That, would be, well, that would be a very useful distraction. The reception queuing's
1: getting... They don't seem overly friendly.
0: Yeah, but if it's if it's supposed to be hush-hush, they probably don't want to get engaged in a conversation. I don't
1: know. It, yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Hmm. But anyway, three days. So, so apparently it's happening up there in three days. Now, I mean, that's bar gossip, so... Uh, I mean... He's been quite good to this sub so far, so I mean, I've got reason to trust his information, but they we might, to get need, we to, they might need to, to corroborate it. We might need to corroborate it, perhaps, by another source, but. Anyway.
0: Well, yeah, the, the guy next to me said that. Well, well, he said they were in town for something else, but. Yeah, okay. You never know. You never know. Might be true. Hmm. Uh, right. Well, I guess we need to discuss things here. Um, first of all we haven't actually told Gerhardt that we're gonna, you know, that, that we're gonna help him. I take it we're all up for helping? Oh yes. What, what, do, you, what do you reckon, Kimin? Yeah. Yes, uh, 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 I, I thought that was pretty well uh, sorted.
1: Well, I feel duty bound, so...
0: Well, I, I think we all feel the same way about that, that, you know, we need to do something about this, we can't just leave this and it's not going to get any better, it's only going to get worse, isn't it?
1: I mean, when we say we're going to help him, uh, uh, he's asked us to do several things. Are we going to help him with all of them?
0: Well, I... Th- I would imagine that we want... He, he wants his
1: stuff back, doesn't he? He wants us to deal with the rat people. And he did infer that he'd, he'd kind of like us to help him sort out the city lord.
0: Well, yeah. I, I, they may not all be one and the same thing, but the thing is, if... We're going to try and get this stuff back. I mean, first of all, we need to know how he wants us to deal with the city lord. If that's the case, uh, if there's a choice. And second of all, I mean, what, what are we, what are we trying to get back? And if we're going to get it back, it's probably going to be in his house, isn't it? I mean, I think we all well, know where that's going. It's
1: not in the warehouse anymore, is it? It's very no. true. Well, some of it, it is. was, but clearly not all of it. Because <laughs> well, uh, the, uh, uh, the bishop suggested that. Uh, there was quite a lot missing still.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe he has an itinerary of what what should be there, and obviously what isn't.
0: Well, what else do we need? To, I can go and speak to Gerhard if you like. Um, but what you know, this is this is quite a lot to do and plan. And if this thing is true, we'll, we'll try and corroborate that somehow. That information about three days' time. But if if that is true, then we we need to. Pull stuff together as quickly as possible because that is an ideal distraction. If that's true, do you not think?
1: Well, Yes. Sure. Well, yeah. Not just a distraction. I mean, it might be a way in through the front gate. We might be able to some somehow sort of attach ourselves to the group and get in that way. You never know. I mean, it's just a suggestion. Um, but they've got to go in there, I assume, and get in and get set up. And well, there's a lot of them. I mean,
0: well, yeah.
1: They might not notice four people and there are five people on the back of the group dress, dressed up well I think I mean another way might be I assume they'll have to be escorted so the other option is perhaps um, disguising ourselves as city guard and getting in with them that do uh,
0: you know what I th- I think that is probably a better idea and I'll tell you why because I think that if there is something big going on at Axum's place then a lot of the city guard I mean they haven't really got a lot to do have they other than walk around the street. we've seen the odd one on street corners and stuff you know just loitering um, well and
1: attacking but, the general public it would appear maybe. well yeah But I mean,
0: surely, surely, you know, they're going to probably push resources towards that if there's something big happening there. I mean,
1: yeah, I'd imagine so. I mean, if he's having a big party up there with a big guest list, he's going to want to make sure it's safe, isn't he?
2: Well, yes, when we went up there Mm. earlier, there was, was, I would say, there's more guards up in the Noble District than there are around here. So uh, a few more wouldn't make a difference, I I don't believe.
1: I mean, if you're going to go and see the bishop, I would recommend you take somebody religious with you. Just because he, he, he's not the most forthcoming of people, otherwise.
0: Well, I'll take Esther. Yeah, if Esther, Esther, Esther
3: can come. Esther, yes. would you like to come to the church with me? Uh, yes, just one minute. Do you let me finish up? And as she says that, she has three Shirley Alvesons left in front of her. And it goes, one, two, three. Bang.
0: Alora's jaw is slightly hanging open and looking at her with a, a kind of twisted look on her face. She like, gives her...
3: What? Delicious. Bob's her thumb over a top lip, gets a bit of cream off, licks it, and goes, Right, come on then, dearie. Are we off? Are we ready to go? She, uh,
1: is she developing the problem? Do you want, do you want to gherkin in for the road there, uh, Esther?
3: I would say no. If you're oh. willing to spare one off, I'm, oh, not oh, sure. yes, of course, I'm
0: not sure about developing a problem, but she's definitely developing a bill. Oh, yeah. That's not going to be cheap. How many did she even have with all Well, I can't, I can't take my money with me, dearie. Might as well spend it now. <laughs> oh, are you picking up the tab, are you? Of course, dearie. I've chucked the most out of all of you. Oh, bless you. Bless you, Esther. Um, Laura's going to sort of push a chair back and stand, and she's going to say to the others, uh, well, look, i tell you what, why don't we... I know we haven't totally confirmed this is correct information, but I would imagine the barkeeper's fairly... I mean, they tend to know what's going on here. This is the guild. Well, the bitch might have an info. He might. Well, I'll ask him... That's a good point. Uh, maybe we can ask him about... That at some point as well. Um, uh, look, I'll head up there and tell him that we'll we'll help him out. Um, why don't you boys see if we can get ahead of the game? And one way or another, with or without this performing act, we've, we're going to have to get in probably into his mansion. So why don't you see if you can get some maybe some uniforms or something or a well, yeah, map? Yeah.
1: Or I mean, your idea of a map was quite good as well. So perhaps perhaps one of us needs to look into some of us need to look into getting a map, and perhaps some of us need to. Find out if we can sign up to the City Watch as a group. So, we. Okay. Any thoughts, people?
0: Yeah, well, Matt. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll, 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 I'll get going. I mean, yeah, we could, we could do with a, could do with a plan of the house if we can, if we can get one. Um, and anything else that you think would be useful and uh, I'll, I'll I'll come back I'll come back to here and we'll meet up later on.
1: well don't forget ask the bishop if he's got the plans for the house because he might have plans for the house you never know
0: uh, yeah, some, I'll sometimes, see sometimes
1: we'll... the church keep them and sometimes they don't so I mean while you're there you might as well ask
0: yeah okay I'll do that I'll do that right um Laura's going to push back a chair obviously she didn't have anything to eat so she's just going to say oh I'll, um, I'll see you
3: all later guys Esther's coming with me Yes, off we go, do. And as she walks around the back of you, far, she leans over your shoulder, grabs the pickle out of the jar, shakes it a bit and goes, "One for the bone.
2: Oh, you're most welcome. Any time.
3: And off the pair of you go, Esther quite happily munching on a gherkin. Is she going to take a spare and put a gherkin in a jerkin? No?
1: <laughs> <laughs> she might have a pouch at the front, she might have put it in a furkin. <laughs> a furkin'
3: gherkin in her jerkin. <laughs> Except she doesn't have a designer bag, sent it be because she put it in a Birkin. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. It's too good. <laughs> Why did mine get the terrible
0: reaction? <laughs> uh, right, okay. Um, so, Elora
3: leaves the okay. building. So, Alora, you're going go to go off of the church. <laughs> um, so, while is at the church, what are the rest of you doing?
1: So, uh, fellas, where else Where else might we get some plans of the building I mean, I, the City Watch know me, so it's pretty worth me heading down to see if we can sign up to the City Watch. I don't know if either of you want to come with me, but it makes sense for one of us to... I'm trying to think who else might have a map. So, so perhaps a town hall or the public records office or I'm guessing some architect probably had to design it for him. They might to find the person who designed his house for him.
2: Well, they might a, have plans. It's a strong possibility, Yes. Yeah.
0: After being assaulted in an alleyway, Caddo admitted that his attacker had gotten away, minus most of one ear. In the rear of the alley, he accessed a grate in the wall, leading to further grim discoveries, as well as a statuette of a small silver raven, which he later generously gifted to Ogbar. His little detour with his dog had proved both hazardous and harmful, but in the end offered him the opportunity to glean some valuable information from a town guard. Upon returning to the Guild, he relayed his findings to his friends, and a short while later a bunch of colourfully clothed characters crowded into the bar. This conveniently created new avenues of inquiry involving both cocktails and coin. Meanwhile Ogvar got all snack happy, purchasing a pot of pickles and causing queuing
3: to cringe. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Having you as a listener means everything to us. So. Whichever streaming service you choose to listen to us with, please give us a like, subscribe and follow. We would love for you to join us on our Facebook or Twitter page, where you can catch up with all of our latest news. While you are waiting for the next episode of Secrets of the Silver City, why not pop over to our website, where you can read all of the information about this campaign, from backstories to setting. All of the links are in the bio of this episode, Join us again next week for the next instalment. Thank you for listening.